0: Now, I don't need to worry about the themes uh, brought up in this next film that we're discussing because I am a nice guy. Hello and welcome to episode 96 of Ribbon of Memes, a podcast where we interrogate films previously described by other men (laughs) as masterpieces. Um, I am Nick um, and I'm joined as ever by Roger as we uh, discuss our second film of 2020, which is Emerald Fennel's Promising Young Woman.
1: Yeah, and th- this is not a film that's about feeling comfortable.
0: <laughs> about time. I mean, it's, um, uh, what's the best way of it? It's kind of a, a, a Me Too revenge flick, uh, rom-com. <laughs> and it wrong-foots you in it in a lot of uh, different ways, um, mm. all of which I enjoyed, I'll probably say, uh, from the outset. Um, yeah. It even wrong-foots you a bit in the, the trailer for the film probably but we can talk about that this is our uh, it's our first emerald fennel film it is um... it, it's
1: her first uh, feature film at least i think she did oh, a short right. film before this. yes
0: um it's uh, quite pleasingly it's our uh, our second female director of the year i'm not sure if that's happened in any other years but we didn't plan it um but uh, it's nice that just picking films we were interested in we we've landed with with two female mm. directors um, uh, re- and re-
1: returning um Ribbon of Memes uh actor Carrie Mulligan, who hmm. is a lot less wet here than she was in Never Let Me Go. Which is, <laughs> I rather I think like her in Never I've Let Me Go. In.
0: Um uh, but uh it's fair to say yes, um she's very different here than her character in Never Let Me Go, uh which is much to your um uh, <laughs> relief I expect. Um so this if you watch the trailer for this uh so that uh, the, the summary of the film is that we, uh, we have, we have the story of Cassie, um, uh, and we find her first, uh, observed as, as basically an object of, uh, lust and conquest by guys in a nightclub. And I'm sure that's not coincidence that that's the first look we get of Cassie, but there is much more to Cassie than meets the eye in that it turns out she, does this every week she goes to nightclubs she pretends to get drunk and every time there is a nice guy who says you're going to get in trouble um if you hang around like that let me let me see if i can help you out and they usually take her home and uh for the most part attempt to rape her um as far as we can tell in uh, i mean we only see a number of these encounters um I, I was expecting uh, there will be spoiler, many, many spoilers are plenty, as with all the ribbon of memes. But yeah, I think uh, this is
1: more, is, is more significant here than in many, in many films. I think
0: so, that spoilers would spoil your enjoyment of the film. Um, probably not, a, still a very good film. Um, but, uh, if, if you haven't seen the film and you want to, probably watch it first before listening. Um,
1: I think, I think it's fair to say with a, with a very minor spoiler for the rest of the show that we would recommend that you do this
0: yeah that's that's fair enough um so in the uh, in the trailer to this which i'd seen a few times one way or another um it's it's kind of well i think if this was a film directed by a guy we would have seen a lot more gore and violence and and something horrible and happened indeed skin. to these and it, yes, and skin, um, whereas it, it kind of toys with it right after the first encounter with um, one of these um, assholes. She, uh, it's sort of implied that she's got blood on her dress, um, and then we see that she's eating a hot dog um, and dripping ketchup down her dress, and then you're not sure. Uh, but you never really see quite what happens to these guys. There's some slight intriguing Maybe colour coding in her diary of all the people she's done this to. And the, so the, it, the impression
1: I'm getting it, I'm fr- from from the one we see a bit of is that she is basically wait, waiting for them to make a move on supposedly drunk her and yeah. then revealing, no, I'm actually dead sober and I'm saying yeah. no. And then and then trying to s- basically scaring them. Look at what you almost did.
0: Yeah, so it's actually, um, uh, real kind of in a in a way that I guess you would expect her not to believe works for a minute, but she still tries anyway to try and get these guys to look at themselves um mm. uh and but the trailer is all set up to make you think she does something horrendous to them um which is not like in fact the only violence really we see in this film is the male on female violence, I think I'm right in saying um, wow. No. well all right yeah we we'll, we'll talk about that. that's that's um, uh, alright, I, I, I think
1: it's fair to talk about the backstory. It is gradually revealed, but basically, uh, Cassie was a medical student. Hmm. Uh, so, so was her friend Nina. Uh, Nina, pff, it's all a bit hazy, but basically she was, she was a bit drunk. Uh, she hmm. was, she was certainly, um, raped. Yes, in in that you know wasn't using physical violence. She was just lying there, sort of sense. She uh, but clearly you know, gave she no consent. Was this. not conscious enough to give consent, yeah. and um, in part because of that, in part because the medical school just didn't take it seriously. Hmm. Because after all, she was drunk. Um, <laughs> yes, she, she eventually killed herself. And, um, and, and um, Cassie has, has, has now dropped out of medical school and. Um, it's ba- basically spending her life on this, whatever she's trying to do. It, it,
0: yeah. Well, that's it. What I, what I do, one of the many things I like about the film is a bit like three billboards. Um, you know, we have this entirely justified anger and frustration, but it is again like three billboards. It's pushed, eventually pushed to a level where it's not like that's over the top, that's ridiculous, but it, it just pushes to the point where you're kind of thinking, hang on, who is this for? What's the point of it? In, in the end, who's winning here? It, it just pushes a little bit too far, and the film kind of references that in that um, uh, Nana's mother kind of pretty much begs Cassie to, to move on and give up with it, yeah, yeah
1: what one woman has died, I don't want you destroyed as well is essentially her. yeah, and the the feeling I was getting was um actually contrast to it with the film that we saw recently and didn't enjoy at all uncut gems I guess. but it, it's it's a similar tragedy because we as well, as soon as we realize what's going on, we can work out even though uh, Cassie can't that you know, this cannot end well, yeah. It can't really end at all. I mean, if she, if she got everybody who was involved either to apologize or to break down crying or to die. Yeah. What would she do next? She would still be the person who did those things. She's, she's not fit for a normal life. Yeah. And I think the film really puts this in with my personal favorite moment. Um, because she meets a guy, a guy she knew back when she was a medical student and
0: Uh, this is Bo Burnham, who I am. I I mean, I was already a fan of, um, Case, uh, Kerry Mulligan, um, from Never Let Me Go. Uh, Bo Burnham, I've actually, I've watched Inside, which is, he's, he's a comedian and kind of, uh, uh, (laughs) a very self-aware comedian. I don't want to go on about it too much, but I I liked him too, and I thought he was very good here. Hmm.
1: Um, (laughs) but there there is this moment where they're, they're doing the romantic comedy, you know, going out and having a good time together Mm -hmm. montage. Yes. And we know perfectly well that this can never work because she just, mm. she, she is not a person who is able, who is fit to be in a relationship
0: in effect. Yeah. Yeah. And so e- well, even this...
1: before certain other things become apparent.
0: Well, that, I'm, I, I think I, uh, texted you and I was like, I've got 40 minutes to go and I just want the film to watch here, <laughs> to stop here. I don't want to watch the rest. And that to me, you know, I, I, moaned a lot about um, Uncut Gems because it was a tragedy which didn't work for me because I gave zero shits about the character mm. and I I was just wanted him to die sooner. Here, uh, it really... This is how a tragedy is supposed to work for me. You can see the train coming. You know what's going to happen. You desperately don't want it to.
1: And she's and going down this path of her own volition.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. it's, it's, it's Because not, of um... who she
1: is, she has to.
0: Yeah, yeah, and she, you wouldn't care about the character so much if she wasn't um, if she was the wet character from Never Let Me Go <laughs> um, you would be less uh, uh, horrified uh, by the tragedy that's coming towards her but I, it's it's, I, I mean it really wrong foots you this film in a number of ways because um, it's kind of it's very tonally jarring like it is like Uncut Gems was called like um, a comedy drama and I failed to see any comedy in it, particularly. Mm. I didn't find it funny or enjoyable. But here it's... You can see the comedy aspect of it in the situations and the way she humiliates the men. And uh, uh, there,
1: there are a lot of comedians in the cast as well.
0: Yes, yes. Um, it was nice to see... Um, Oh, I've forgotten his name, the Kurgan from Highlander. Clancy uh, Brown. Uh, Clancy Brown. It's yeah. always nice to see Clancy Brown. Uh, it's very good in this. And, um, uh, uh her, her mum as well, um, uh, Jennifer Coolidge, who's, yeah. um, who's, uh, always add value to anything. I mean, the cast was, the cast was really good. Um, I, what I really liked about Bo Burnham, uh, Beau Burnham's performance here is that, um, I, sorry, I don't see, I feel like I'm doing, I'm not praising carrie mulligan's performance enough because she was fantastic and a very different character to uh I'm, I'm straight away picking the guy to praise uh which is it's not Fully totally Mo- immersed
1: in the character this is the thing
0: yeah and exactly as you say you know you don't know a lot of about and maybe you never really learn much about her character but her backstory is, it's, is less relevant in a way as who she is and you, she gives you exactly who she is just by her acting, just within from that first scene where she says, No, what are you doing? Um and just, you know, you you know who she is. and then her interactions with her parents, it's just it's such a different performance. Uh, there was another nice scene where there's the guy she's uh she stopped a car and obviously there's a guy comes out, oh dumb <laughs> There's some dumb broad in the car. I'm going to shout at her, and she just gets out and smashes all his tail lights uh, and all. His, and he he doesn't know how to handle it. He's never experienced that before. Mm. But she, you know, she wins that sort of victory. But then she doesn't know. You know, she's no yeah. She, she, no she, pleasure.
1: She she just come back to consciousness, having dissociated in the middle of the road.
0: Mm. So, and she's you know that it actually upsets her what she's done. So she can see, um. That this path is not going to bring her any pleasure to some extent. As as far as
1: she's concerned, I think it's a thing that she has to do.
0: Yes, exactly. She's not, uh, she's not doing this for her own good. In fact, she knows it's not bringing her any good. Um, but the other, you know, what really works well is that the kind of the rom-com aspect of it. We have this, uh, this guy who you can see, you know, you, he plays it very well, uh, or it's been written for him very well. As to why he can get through this facade. Uh, and another really good moment is when he, he walks her back to her apartment and uh, tries to do the same shtick of, Oh, here's my apartment. Do you want to come up? And we know exactly why she reacts the way she does. It's just, it was really well played mm. and nicely done. But I thought the way he changed from, uh, you know, someone different, you know, a different kind of guy into, No, actually he's no different whatsoever. Was kind of a, a microcosm of what the whole film was trying to say, you know, that nice guy, (laughs) they're still, they're still guys. I mean, he
1: he will be pleasant to her as long as it costs him nothing, but as soon as his position, his reputation is on the line, Hmm. oh no, no, I think, I think, yeah, you're right. I think, I do think she might have been thinking about harming herself.
0: Yeah, I think she was mentally uncertain. It's just, and it's entirely, it's not, the sad thing, anyway, it's not unbelievable that changing character. It's not really changing character. <laughs> mm. um, you just it it shows you what she's been through because you, you get to like this guy and then you see, oh yeah, okay.
1: Well, what, watching this, I, I felt I got I reached a better understanding of the slogan that all men are rapists. It's it's yeah. not necessarily that every one of us has personally raped somebody. it, it is that yeah, any man could at any moment.
0: Yes.
1: In ways that aren't, for reasons that aren't immediately obvious.
0: Yeah, and you, you you know, it takes, yeah.
1: None of these people in the bar has gone out thinking, oh, I'm going to take advantage of an unconscious woman.
0: Yeah. But they fall this. into
1: the pattern when, it's, when yeah. it's presented.
0: And it just, you know, the fact that it happens to her reliably. uh Yeah, it, it's a, it's a really well... Uh, I think played argument of kind of me. It's not really an argument, but it's really well demonstrated. You know the Me Too movement, which I, I don't know if it has different connotations now or has been slightly tarred, but um it you know it, it's really. Well, I, yeah, I, it, I think
1: the Hollywood establishment has essentially said, "Okay, we've done that. Back to business as usual."
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And this is a, and it really does feel like different. Oh, I hope it's not sexist to say it feels different to how a guy would have directed, or, or it certainly feels different to me to a lot of other films I've seen, mm. most of which have been directed by guys. So whether that is <laughs> the difference um, or not, let's I face don't it, know.
1: We, we've had a lot of you know, "women are sexy" versus "women women are horrible," so mm. I, I certainly don't mind. Uh, uh,
0: yes, exactly. Mm. I was being blamed a bit for a change, which is is quite right. Uh,
1: and I I think. You and I and basically everybody we know w- would readily say, I've never seen anything like that happen. Yeah. But part of the point, at least, is that I, I think even Ryan didn't really realise that he was observing a rape until he thought about it.
0: Yes, exactly. I mean, he, 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 knew, he knew that
1: this thing had happened, but, you know, it's just a thing that happens, right?
0: Yeah, and he was, you know, horrified, but kind of mock horrified and still enough to film it and send it round. Um, also, of and, course, we
1: were never cool enough to get invited to those kind of parties. But Well, know.
0: exactly. That's, that's, that's true. But it's only when confronted with someone, well, basically with the consequences of that directly, that um I suppose there was one moment when I thought it, it rang a bit less true. But then I've not been in that situation when he, he suddenly kind of lashes out, you fucking failure and that felt uh, i don't know that felt a bit uh less true to his his character but then you know i well, we
1: don't know how much of his character has been the skin of uh, i want to be nicer that i get laid, so
0: yes exactly and um uh yeah i, I suppose if it, you know once you trust a film and i feel like I was trusting this film quite early on you'll you'll accept when it's telling you stuff that it's from a different perspective to yours and understand that that's probably the way things are, um, hmm. and so I, it was, it felt, uh, I don't know about education. So what about, should we move on to the, the finale, you know, the final scene where she's going to get her revenge? Well, um, th-
1: this was actually not as planned. Okay. Um, so she, she eventually finds out that the guy who did the actual rape of Nina, uh, went overseas for a bit has now come back. He's going to get married. Yes, uh, she gets. Well, he's Ryan, having a
0: stag party.
1: She gets Ryan to tell her where the party is. Goes out there presenting as a stripper and get, gets uh, Al alone. Starts to car- carve Nina's name into his chest. Yes, but he gets loose, possibly because she's using bondage handcuffs rather than proper handcuffs. Um,
0: <laughs> I hope you're not giving advice here. And saying. and kills her. Yeah, and that's a really so with a pillow shocking scene um and uh, shocking to the point where you're like oh, uh wh- uh what yeah um, this, this is
1: not the thing that happens in a revenge drama
0: no no and uh, it does a you know it does a close-up of a, a leg uh showing significant post-war changes to really hammer it home that no she's actually dead and even then you're kind of hoping well is this part of she did uh, but no he's just he is physically stronger than her and he overpowers her um you know, that's a nice moment when he's like, you know, this is, um, uh, this is the worst fear of any guy to be accused like that. And her response is, do you know what every woman's worst fear is? Um, mm. and that's right before she's smothered to death by him. Uh, and so is that where the film was going to end at that point? Uh,
1: it was going to end with the burning of her body. That, that was, uh, Emerald Fennel's original plan. Goodness. And the financiers basically said, no, it's, it's too downbeat. Um, so she considered that there was there was one where Cassie shows up at the wedding and just starts murdering people, uh, but eventually came up with this backup plan of she, she has left a whole bunch of postponed messages to go off if she doesn't come back and cancel them.
0: Well, I think it's true to Cassie's character that she would have considered the outcomes. You'd get well, to that, see that's the thing. It, that.
1: it is in character much more than you know, going on a rampage would be.
0: Yeah, coming up and doing a kill bill at the wedding. So uh, yeah.
1: this is another example, I think, of studio interference made the film better.
0: I think so I don't know. If... Oh, it's not recording anymore. What's happening? I'm sorry.
1: I've got you on the backups here.
0: Okay, all right. Um, Send me
1: what you've got. I'll use. I'll use what you. What I can.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'll. Uh...
1: Um. I. Okay. We haven't had a corner for a while. Roger's body disposal corner That there's nothing like <laughs> enough wood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay.
1: I mean, you, you really want, you know, 30 plus gallons of petrol
0: or diesel. Uh, well, it's entirely in keeping with the kind of guys they are that they think they've done a good job when they've mm. done a pretty awful job. I mean, it it, it wouldn't
1: affect the evidence anyway, but, uh, uh. Because one of the things we've got here is the, the two-part locket. Uh, what is it, look, whatever the thing is.
0: Uh, a necklace. Necklace. Thing. But yeah, one of those, um, uh, uh And that, yeah, so it 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 wrongs you in a, a lot of ways, this film, but she does, I suppose you could argue it does wrap up in a sort of Hollywood way, in that she had planned it all, well, she hadn't planned it all this way, but we had a backup plan. Oh, we had a returning, uh, another returning Ribbon of even's actor, uh, Alfred Molina, as yeah. the one... The one decent guy, really, in the whole film, to some extent, and even he is repentant of his. his yeah, his, his... he he
1: he is essentially what what Cassie is wanting to happen.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: but but just the thing is, of course, he he started doing that some years earlier. He's he's not surprised by her. He's yeah, kind of been expecting her, or somebody yes. to
0: show up. Because he he knows what he's done, and he believes he should be punished, and. It's interesting. then she gets no you, we never find out quite what she had planned for him, but it was something unpleasant. because um, she goes out and there's a guy waiting out there and he's like, Oh, shall I shall I go in then? <laughs> but she realizes there's no point. He's already done what she wants and it's not it's not an act, he's not putting it on. He genuinely is haunted by um covering up for um uh rape, basically, and getting guys off rape charges. Um so, yes, I, yeah, he so, has a so nice So, We've turn seen him in...
1: actually twice before in Raven of Memes, though, both, both times in really tiny parts. Uh, he had a very small part in Red as the Lost Ark. Yes. And I believe a very small one in Magnolia.
0: Oh, yeah, I think it's, it's almost completely cut from Magnolia. But um, yeah, an, uh, act,
1: an actor I always love to see.
0: Always elevates a film. Lots of great actors in this film. Yeah.
1: Um, well, Alison Bree as uh, you know, Madison, the uh, fellow ex student.
0: Oh, yes, yes. It's
1: always worth watching, so.
0: Uh, We have, so we have a nice, uh, I I mean, when she gets, it's it's so well done because she's so in command and so in control of every scene she's in um, uh, that when she's murdered, it is really jarring and Mm. off-putting. But it's not, it's not like a, I don't know, it's still, Fits and it, it manages to stay with the tone of the film, which has been.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, th- as I say, this, this is not the thing that the standard revenge drama does. Mm. Uh, th- there's another film we're going to be talking about in an episode or two that uh, similarly subverts the revenge drama. <laughs> um, but it worked. I don't, I don't think it would have worked if it had just been, and then she died and they disposed of her body at the end.
0: I agree. Uh, I think maybe uh, I, I would have found it. I, I would have found it deeply upsetting and memorable. But I still that that it is one of those films that has come back to me, you know, since a number of times. Um, uh, unlike a lot we've watched, I sort of forgotten that happens to me sometimes that films grow on you and sit in your subconscious and, and creep up on you. Yeah. Um, I haven't had that for a, a while with Ribbon of Memes film. Um, yeah it probably would have done that more so with that very dark ending, but um, I'm glad it had a, uh, well, not a happy ending, <laughs> but it had a, a sort of satisfying conclusion.
1: If one were to believe in life after death and so on, it would be about the only route that would let her find any kind of peace, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I mean, The, she the was... film does not imply that, but
0: yeah. I don't think this film could have had any happier an ending. As we say, it was a tragedy. That's the thing. She
1: she she has broken herself in order to do the thing.
0: Yes, and she doesn't um, she
1: doesn't know how to unbreak herself.
0: So it, it's a tragedy. It was always going to end in tragedy. What is what works well about this one is you really care about it. You don't know quite the shape that the tragedy is going to take, and the reason I agree that the reason the ending works is it still gives you some. It gives you something at the end, of the, even if it's been a tragedy, it ended the way you expected, but you still get something a bit more and there's still some hope. Or It gives you a slightly upbeat ending. I think the financiers were right. Um, I needed something a bit kind after watching that. that oh, difficult ending.
1: It's a little bit like um, Call of Cthulhu,
0: where the, the player
1: characters are putting their health and sanity on the line and may well die to push the apocalypse back five years. Mm. And maybe nobody will ever know they did it, but they did it. And that's what matters.
0: But they did. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she doesn't. Her sacrifice is not in vain. It's, she's not just thrown a whole life away for no reason. Um, it's good. It's a very good film.
1: Yeah, there's, um, I don't usually notice film soundtracks unless they're very good or very bad. Right. Um, the, there's a lot of um, I think there's mostly cover versions of, of um, pop standards that I recognised, but it, yes. it, it's very peppy and upbeat, and it's a it's a beautiful contrast to what's actually happening.
0: Yes, what song do they play at the, the funeral? Uh, uh, that, that Angel
1: was... of the Morning was the one Angel that particularly struck me.
0: Yeah. Do you know what? I said the funeral. I meant the wedding. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that, the Angel of the Morning was, uh, maybe it was a bit on the nose. I don't know. I don't care because I really liked it and it worked very well for me. Um,
1: yeah, cause... there's also the, uh, orchestral version of Toxic Britney Spears track.
0: Um, oh yeah, that was very, that's the one that's playing, played all over the trailer. Um, but I, I like that this film, um, pulled the rug under my, um, uh, from under me. A number of times in ways that stay true to the film. It wasn't like an M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> kind of, <laughs> <laughs> twist, this doesn't make any sense, or we've set up the whole film for this one twist, and the rest of the film doesn't make any sense. I, I could
1: certainly see myself watching this again, recently soon.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, uh, uh, just to watch, um, uh, Carrie Mulligan's performance again, um, it's, it's really good. It's really good. So for me, uh, I I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it. I do think it's a masterpiece. I'm worried that I, it's funny. I'm worried that I liked it too much to be objective about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, but, I would
1: certainly agree.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, it, um, it's just a really nice, different take, but as entertaining, if not more so than a, well, much more entertaining, I think, than a standard Hollywood narrative, but still satisfying, beautifully acted, a pleasure to watch. Um, well, not a pleasure. Um, but I, in many ways a pleasure, but also... Uh.
1: Yeah, it's not fun, but it's enjoyable.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, very okay, good. More I'd certainly like to watch more from uh, uh, ooh, uh yeah. from e- e- Emerald Fennel.
1: Well, she's got two more films in production. Uh, Saltburn, which is apparently inspired by the talented Mr Ripley It's a college student, becomes obsessed over a rich classmate.
0: Oh, I like The talented of Mystery, please, as well.
1: And uh, Ballerina, which is a John Wick spin-off.
0: Um, they
1: brought in the character for John Wick 3, I think. Though she, was okay. played, she was played by somebody else. Now she is inevitably being played by Ana de Armas because she is the actor who is getting all the female action roles right now.
0: So Ana de Armas. Was she Joy in Blade Runner? Is that Ana de Armas?
1: Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah yeah, just just at the moment. I mean, the, the way, um, well, Mar- Margot Robbie gets at the moment yes. e- every role, which is the woman so impossibly beautiful that people will do incredibly stupid things to 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 be with her. Uh, Mar- Mar- right, Mar- Margot yes. Robbie gets cast as that. No, uh, I and, and much I'm, much I'm much guessing much. the thing that feeling that, I'm feeling that I'm is getting getting that for the action chick roles at the moment. I mean, uh, good good for my... her. I hope she's saving some money. Margot Robbie yeah. is actually uh, one of the producers on this. Oh brilliant. So she was
0: on Neighbors as well apparently. Um I have only seen Margot that's great. Um well uh, I wonder if she's going to produce uh, more but that. Um I, my only experience the only film I've seen Margot Robbie in is the um uh The Wolf of Wall Street which is like Goodfellas only with a stockbroker and mm. there's a reason why people prefer films about gangsters to there's something <laughs> even more morally vacuous about a stockbroker than a gangster I think um, so I, I found it very well made, funny but I just couldn't watch it because I couldn't stand the man mm. um, well, uh, Robbie
1: is probably best known at the moment for um, the uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad Scott, films yeah, yeah.
0: which I haven't seen either yet I would yeah.
1: I'm not super interested but yeah, so it goes uh, they are continuing to produce at least.
0: Uh, and, uh, good. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, an awkward, uncomfortable film, but a film that's awkward and uncomfortable in the right ways.
0: Yeah, very good. More, please, um, and more. Uh, well, hopefully, we'll have more female directors uh, and female uh, protagonists. Uh, we've had precious few. We haven't talked much about the much about the Bechdel test. Particularly, I don't know if this film quite passes it because the the women here are actually talking about men a lot but i think it's fair to say it kind of passes the spirit at the, <laughs> <at> the <best laughs> of the old test if it doesn't actually pass it um and certainly our last film nomadland um passed it with fine colors as well so yeah
1: so mm.
0: we are rapidly approaching the present day with our watch we've got uh Three more are we we're going to do 2023 I guess we are um probably yes this um, is
1: 2020 we've got a pair of 21 yeah we're, we're, we're getting pretty much up to the present
0: all right well let's see where we are but um well done thank you promising young woman um and it turns out even nice guys um aren't as nice as they think they are
1: before setting out for revenge dig two graves because probably the bastard's got an accomplice <laughs>